Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey guys, since we're all twerking, I just want to have a conversation. Oh dear. Ashley brought to me something in which she said you guys saw it in a blog about my husband. Who is who is y'all? She she said Giselle's name, but I don't know who it is. So you can was it you? Absolutely. Was it not. you? Was it you? <laughs> Let's be very clear. Don't attack my husband. Yeah. Because that's something I do not play with. Why are you looking at me? I'm looking at you because it was your ass having the conversation with Ashley. And so I'm putting your ass on notice. Mm. Because what you're not going to do, let's be very clear, is you're not going to play with my husband's name. Don't with my family. Uh, hello, everyone, and welcome to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino. That was a clip from this week's Real Housewives of Potomac. They'd been teasing this moment for weeks and weeks and weeks, both in the main trailer, in the commercials for the week ahead, and we finally got the moment, and it didn't disappoint. To me, it was a thrilling hour of TV that only Potomac could give us. I love that Wendy sat down, and she's like, well, we're all twerking. I'm going to confront you all about the rumors you're spreading about my husband cheating. She was, she, while we're all twerking, I'm going to confront you about it. So sit back, relax. And Giselle, I feel like was shit in her pants a little bit. I know she was putting on a brave face, but I do believe that Giselle was a little bit, a little bit bothered. I think she was trying to put on the air that she didn't care. She was sipping her drink. And I always love when the Bravo editors put in that sound effect of someone sipping a drink. <laughs> I feel like they use that one more than I use my soundboard here. Like they are constantly just putting in the sipping sound effect. Uh, every time we cut to a close up of a housewife scared shit in their pants, uh, need a diaper, and then they're sipping on a drink, they put in the sound effect. So it was, it was thrilling to me, you guys. I loved it. I loved it. Now, I want to say here on Everything Iconic that the construction is not happening. We're on the weekend. And every time I get behind the microphone, I feel like I have to tell you guys they're doing construction on the apartment above me. And so I don't even know if you guys can actually hear it on the, if the microphone picks up a lot of it. But uh, every time I'm recording, I'm totally distracted because there's someone banging or drilling up right f- the fuck above me. It's truly maddening. Uh, but I'm recording here on the weekend and this is the first weekend in a while that they're still not doing, that they're not doing construction above me. So I'm at peace and I'm ready to break down Potomac. Uh, I also want to mention on the Patreon, if you're a member of the Everything Iconic Patreon, I just posted a new Sex in the City recap. So if you subscribe over on the Patreon, I do one uh, bonus episode a month, and I just recapped Sex in the City Season 2, Episode 2. So I just want to let you guys know it's up over there. And it was a fun one, you guys. It was that one where Miranda's dating that guy who just wants to dirty talk with her, and then she tries to join in, and he's like... <laughs> It's like a really awkward, awkward, lovely thing. And so, I don't know, check that out. Oh, it's also the episode with this woman named Susan Sharon, who's like a friend of Carrie's, okay? And apparently, allegedly, people were reaching out to me and telling me that Susan Sharon 
is based on Dorinda Medley from The Real House of New York. Now, I don't know if this is true at all. I truly have no basis of knowing other than the fact that people were DMing me after I posted the episode over there. And I Googled it, and there's like some different blogs and stuff that say it, so I don't know if it's true. Uh, but in the show, the woman, Susan Sharon, is married to this really mean man whose name is Richard, uh, and the woman works for like a cashmere a company or something like that. So there are people that do believe that it's based on a Dorinda. Again, I don't know, but I do know that Dorinda was with Candace Bushnell, who wrote Sex in the City, the original book that that show is based off of. In that infamous clip where Dorinda's yelling, uh, I'll tell you how I'm doing, not well, bitch, you know, not well, bitch. So, wow, I, I, my eyes are open on that one. My eyes are open on that one. Uh, you guys, for the Real Houses of Potomac, we're still in, on the Williamsburg trip. This episode is called Gossip, comma, girl. <laughs> These episode titles, you guys, they really have been giving us some creativity here. Have you guys watched the new Gossip Girl on HBO Max? I like it. I like it. I mean, it's a few episodes in. I feel like it'll get really a lot better, but so far I'm enjoying it. You know, last night, Matt and I popped on HBO Max, and there was this movie with Hugh Jackman called Reminiscence, and Matt put it on, and I was like, not interested in it, because it looked just like not interesting to me. It's a sci-fi thing. You know, I tuned out after about 10 minutes. You know, I pulled out my iPad, and I was just on a Goofy Movies Wikipedia page. Uh, but so I don't know exactly what happened in Hugh Jackman's film. Anyway, so we're still in Williamsburg. Ashley comes for the day. And I want to applaud Ashley again for earning her paycheck. She's only on the cast trip for not even a night time. She's not even spending the night. She came in for the day. And I feel like she really worked hard for that paycheck. And she knew that she would have to really spice things up in order to get camera time because she wasn't going to be there long. So she did come in hot. And I really appreciate that. Although I do believe that she was... Uh, equating Wendy's situation with this blog and this rumor with Eddie to everything that she's been through with Demon Darby. And she kept saying, look, I know what it's like for these uh, blogs to be writing about your relationship. And it's like, well, Ashley, like we have photographic proof of Demon Darby every five minutes with some other new woman, and he's admitted to it. So I don't think it's quite the same, but Ashley just kept being like, I think Wendy and I will relate on that level, that it's the same thing. And I was just like, Ashley, it's not the same thing. Like, you need to cool it. Ashley needs to cool it. I mean, I appreciated all that she was doing to stir the pot. But it's not Demon Darby fucking another woman every five seconds is not the same as uh, this rumor of maybe Eddie, you know, did something or whatever. It's like we have photographic proof. So we open on day two. They have a chef there making breakfast. The breakfast looked delicious. Karen says she didn't sleep because Giselle called her a troll the night before. Now, here's what I'm noticing about the Giselle and Karen. It keeps escalating every season. And you know I love that relationship dynamic. However, I do believe that by like season 20 of this show, which I hope that both of them are still on this show, I never want to see them go. Uh, however, I do believe but by season 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, the insults are going to be so incredibly mean. And it's just going to be insane because I feel like every week when I see these women in their confessionals or even to their uh, the other's face, they're saying just the most awful things to each other. And it's just going to escalate. And I I can't wait. And also, I'm scared. I'm nervous. Something's got to give. In the words of uh, that Nancy Myers movie, something's got to give. Anyway, they're going to be doing like this aerobics class, water aerobics class that Giselle's planning. Wendy shows up in a bathing suit and Giselle eyed her up and down. Now, I was very proud of Wendy for showing up in that bathing suit because I thought she looked phenomenal. 
And I was glad that she wasn't letting Giselle get too much in her head. Obviously, she got in her head a little bit. But Giselle, did you see that? She looked her right up and down. Right up and down. I, I was just proud of Wendy. Now, Giselle does pull Robin aside to have like a business meeting. And really, that just meant like we were going to talk more trash um, with just each other. And then Giselle went on to really rip into Robin, I felt. She said that Robin uh, needs to be better. And at first I thought, okay, that's good. You're supporting you're supporting her. She was giving her a little bit of tough love, I thought, at the beginning of this. And then she said, you cannot have your fine husband telling you you're unattractive. And I thought that was rude. It's like, look, Giselle, Robin's going through something clearly uh, mental health related where she doesn't want to get to bed. She told you that she's depressed, seasonally depressed. And you're telling her to like pull it together for her fine ass husband. And yes, is Juan fine ass? Sure, he is. Uh, but look, I don't think that Robin needs to pull it together for him. She needs to pull it together for her own mental health. And like Juan, he needs to cool it too. Like Juan could have a timeout. He needs to help and support Robin through this time. And let's not make it about Juan. Do you get what I mean? Like let's, it's not about him. Uh, but Robin is going through a tough time. She even says her business is sort of going to the next level and different companies are reaching out like Macy's and TJ Maxx and they all want those hats. You know, the the Max wants the hats. And Robin says she's not even answering the calls because she's going through so much. And I hope to be one day in TJ Maxx and see one of Robin's hats. You know, I'm a Maxinista at heart. And so the idea of seeing my housewives, you know, I see quite a bit of the Housewives merch in these stores. You know, you go into Home Goods, you see the Macbeth collection from Margaret Josephs. I get a, a tear in my eye. I get proud of these women. I mean, some people would think they shouldn't be in the Marshalls and the TJ Maxx and the Home Goods, but I actually get really proud of these women because to me, those are the stores of the people, right? Like those are the stores that I shop in. I love to go into a Marshalls and see a skinny girl, a half-calf K-cup, you know, or some of Bethany's products that didn't sell. You know, they always put those ones in the Marshalls. You go into Marshalls, you see some product, you're like, I didn't know Bethany came out with that. You know, it's like her deli ham. Remember when she came out with deli ham? You know, I know we're all supposed to applaud Bethany for being a brilliant businesswoman, and she does a lot of great charity work. And I just want to say we should all support her charity work. Be strong. However, it is a shock to the system when you walk into Home Goods and you see a skinny girl product that you thought, what the fuck is that? Where'd that come from? It's like, I didn't know she had that. And some of them, I think, like, who thought that was a good idea? Who thought a skinny girl snow globe was a good idea? And then you see it on the shelf. And no one's even buying it at those discount stores either, by the way. They're not going in there and buying a skinny girl uh, remote control or whatever the fuck the product is. I'm just looking around my office right now and like thinking of which Skinny Girl products. But, you know, she has a lot. She did candles. She did deli meat. She's done coffee. She's done it all. And some of them work, some of them don't. And I never forget that time when... Here, I'm going on this tangent. I'm sorry about Bethany. I'll never forget that time she told Heather Thompson like not to do jeans or something. You remember that? She's like, you got to stay in your lane. And then it's like, Bethany, you're doing ham. <laughs> also, by the way, Skinny Girl ham doesn't make any fucking sense because ham is like a fatty meat. You know, you don't eat ham when you're trying to be skinny, right? Like, I don't think if I'm trying to drop a few LBs, I'm not thinking, oh, I'm going to go pick up some ham, you know? So, like, I don't know why anyone would think I should get some ham. I mean, maybe it was a lean cut, but either way, I don't equate deli meat with being thin. And yet, here's Bethany. She was in the grocer's aisle selling her skinny girl ham. It didn't work. 
uh, the deli meat didn't take off. And maybe, and maybe it was good. Maybe that's on me. Honestly, maybe I should have tried it. Would have liked it. Would have kept the ham company in business. You know, I single handedly feel like I keep in the K cup, the skinny girl half calf K cup. I feel like I keep that in business. Anyway, the point is, I do love when I see the housewives products, the merch in the TJ Maxx in the, those stores. Cause, you know, they're stores of the people. Father, son, and Holy Spirit of Midwest shopping is a Marshall's of Home Goods and a TJ Maxx. You know, I truly believe that. Anyway, uh, so Robin can't even get that. She says she's afraid of being broke like that time her house foreclosed. And that is scary. You know, they showed a flashback. I totally forgot that even happened. You know, sometimes on these shows, you forget storylines from a year ago. And this was like five years ago, but I was like, oh, wow, I forgot that. Anyway, then we cut to the Giselle teaching the water aerobics. I do really want to quickly say, though, in terms of the Giselle thing, I know her and Robin are really friends, but Giselle, I do feel like, is just like really mean to her friends. And obviously, part of it is putting on an air for this show, on this program. But a lot of it, I just think, is like so mean. And I'm starting to get a little tired of that version of Giselle. I'd love her to give us like a different layer next season where it's like a oddly supportive Giselle. Do you get what I mean? Like, it would be a fun for, like, a season off. Like, I would just love to see her support everyone and be really nice. And maybe that would be a little boring. Maybe somebody else would have to take over the stirring of the pot. But it seems like Ashley Darby could. So, you know, maybe she could take over the Giselle role. And then we could have, like, a different layer, a different side to Giselle. Because I think that would be refreshing. Because as it is, I'm just like, wow, Giselle, you're such an asshole to everybody. Like, even Robin, your dear friend. Uh, anyway, she then decides to teach everyone water aerobics. Karen refuses. She's like, I'm not interested in getting in the pool with Giselle in her hot box. She don't want to get in there. So she decides to sit out. Mia sits that out too. Ashley, they do talk about her encapsulating her placenta and uh, she eats it in pill form. Now, I support whatever anyone wants to do with their placentas. Here for it. If that's some, oh my God, do you guys hear the drilling? I told you at the beginning of this episode there was going to be no construction. They're drilling now. Oh, heaven help me. Heaven help me. Someone say a prayer. I can't, you guys. I can't. It's been months of this. It's been. I'm gonna. I'm gonna lose it. I'm gonna lose it. It's been months of this. Okay, so Ashley, her placenta. Oh, so this is what I want to say about Ashley's placenta. I got distracted by the drilling. So Ashley's placenta. I support it. You know, whatever you want to do with, it's your, I mean, technically, is that her placenta or the baby? I mean, either way, I feel like she's the owner of the placenta. And I know people, women do this kind of stuff all the time. I just didn't like the part about seeing the person who was encapsulating it. You know, to me, that was a step too far. It's a beautiful thing happening with the body, I suppose. And I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to hate on that. However, I just didn't know if I needed to see like an actual placenta being made into pill form. You know, that was something to me. They could have just told us, right? Like they were sitting by the pool. They didn't have to give us that flashback. Those Bravo editors, you know, I wonder if that was discussion at Bravo HQ, Bravo headquarters. They're all sitting around. I wonder if they were like, hey, should we show the placenta being put into pill form? And then ultimately they landed on doing it. But I would hope that at least some of the people in the room for that conversation would have said, maybe they don't need to see it, right? Maybe you guys liked seeing it. Maybe I'm wrong. I didn't care for it. In the words of Valerie Cherish, I don't need to see that. I don't need to see that. But they showed it to us. Karen was about to puke, too. She was showing us a confession. 
that was my puking impression. And then, uh, look, Ashley sits down at the pool. She's like, what's been going on? And they all sort of agree, though, that Giselle's like an asshole. Even earlier in the episode, Candace said that Giselle is not capable of couth. And the women just basically accept that. But when Ashley sat down at the pool, Karen says, look, I've been on the receiving end of Giselle's aggression, but I survived her coup attempt. Karen keeps calling it a a coup attempt. (laughs) She keeps calling it a coup attempt. I can't. Like, we're in, I don't know, World War II or something. Like, that's... Karen speaks of it as if it's like this big world event. She's like, I su- survived uh, Giselle's coup attempt. It makes me laugh every time she says that coup attempt. I love it. <laughs> the coup attempt. It's so stupid. And then, so she said, so I'm dressed as Wonder Woman, Karen says. And Karen's a light. She's a light in my life. And I like that she's wearing a lot of the high boots, uh, high knee boots. I'm loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, I'm loving it. And then, um, look, Ashley's drinking a Corona. She's only there for one day. But I'm happy to see her drinking that Corona. She's been pregnant now the past few weeks. And I like seeing my Ashley Darby with the Corona. It makes me feel at peace. Everything just, like, sort of settles down in me. You know, like, all my hormone levels out when I see Ashley with that Corona. Mm, love it. Uh, so Ashley then d- decides to talk to Giselle and they talk about the Wendy rumors and whether or not they're true. And Ashley says she wants to talk about it at lunch. They say, we both had rumors about us. And again, I just have to say, these are all totally different. Like the Eddie rumors, we don't have any sort of factual evidence. It's just one of those blogs posting about it. Now, when it comes to Giselle and uh, Ashley and her husband, Demon Darby, I think that there's real genuine problems at those relationships that have been proven time and not even just once, you guys. Not even remember Monique had the whole fucking binder full of uh, stuff about um, Jamal, and Jamal's been an we, even Giselle herself has admitted that Jamal's not been the best uh, partner. And then when it comes to Demon Darmy, every week, every and they showed a montage. Ashley said something like, "Oh yeah, you know, I've been through this before," and they showed like just headlines of Demon Darby. It was like. Every season, we've been through this with Demon Darby, and he hasn't changed a bit. I don't believe it. But by the end of the season, we're going to hear, oh, he cheated again, or he grabbed someone else's ass, or, you know, whatever he's doing on the low. You know, I, I can't keep up with that demon. But the fact is, they're not the same. And they just keep saying, well, it's the same. And I'm, like, screaming through the TV. Somebody needs to call it out. Anyway, then we cut to lunch. Wendy does show up in a bucket hat, which those must be in now. It seems like everyone's wearing them. You know, I said on the Beverly Hills recap, Rinna's got a bucket hat on every two seconds. And now I'm seeing on Wendy. It's like, I didn't even know these were in again, but they are, I guess. Uh, Robin shows up late because she's working and because she's Robin. And Ascala sits down and she says that uh, dinner was messy the night before. And I am really loving Ascala. Really, really loving her. I just think... She's a, a new light in my life, and I feel like she's very messy, and she's earning that friend of paycheck, too. I would like to know more about her. We need to get her a housewife. They're, do they hold anything in the intro? I'm trying to think of the Potomac women. They don't hold anything, right? Or do they hold the flower? I can't even remember. Most of the housewife intros, we get them holding like the diamond or the orange, or in Jersey, they just put their hands on their hips, which that always makes me laugh. It's like, put your hands on your hips. <laughs> You guys in high school, I got to tell this quick story. Um, when my friends and I were going to prom, we have this video. I'll have to post the video somewhere. But we have this video of like, everyone was 
lined up behind their dates. So all the guys were behind their women. You know, I went with a girl to prom. I will say that. I went with a woman. Unfortunately, I went with a woman. She did end up having sex with somebody else in the tent that I brought at after prom. Anyway, so we're all lined up behind the girls. And there's footage of this picture taking thing that we did where all the parents are like, put the hands on the hips. And what they mean is put the hands on the hips of your date. So they were telling the guys, and one of the guys, uh, John, very earnestly put his hands on his own hips. <laughs> oh, it makes me laugh. It makes me laugh. We got to take a quick break here, and then we'll be back with more recap of The Real Housewives of Potomac. Go to acast.com slash everything iconic for all episodes of Everything Ah, I love that sound, don't you? And that's the sound you're going to hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Uh, We use it here at Everything Iconic. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling all your business complexity, no matter how big you grow. I think it's fantastic. You're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache, but Shopify's app store has the migration apps you need to migrate all of your products, your orders, your customers, and more uh, from every major e-commerce platform all the way to Shopify. And I always hate when I'm shopping online and I have to re-enter all of my information. Well, Shopify store remembers your shipping address, your payment information. So if you're on the couch and your wallet's on the kitchen counter, you don't have to get up, which is nice. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash everything iconic, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash everything iconic. Shopify, S-H-O-P-I-F-Y dot com slash everything iconic. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And we all carry around different stressors, both big and small. Sometimes the small stressors are the worst for me because I cannot stop thinking about them when I'm trying to sleep or when I'm trying to go about my day. I keep those little things bottled up and it can start to affect me negatively. Now, therapy is a safe space to get those things off of my chest and figure out how to work through all that stuff. And if you've never benefited from therapy, I think it's time you explore. I think anyone can be helped by going to a professional therapist. It's so incredibly helpful to get those coping skills skills and uh, deal with those stressors. So uh, if you're thinking of starting therapy, you can give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be super convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you got to do is fill out this quick, brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge, which I think is so important. Uh, so that way you find someone that you work well with. Now, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash everything iconic today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash everything iconic. So they all sit down and Wendy says Giselle's comments hurt her feelings. And Giselle, she says, if you felt like I offended you, my bad, that was not my purpose. And that's a bullshit apology. We all know that. I was not, I was not accepting that as an apology. And neither is Wendy. She gets it. Wendy and Karen, though, they had this really weird, dramatic moment that I loved. It was so bizarre. It was just Wendy thanking Karen very earnestly, and Karen is supporting Wendy, and I support that. But it was an odd moment, and all the women were sitting around the table like thinking it was weird. 
And although it was very weird, I loved it. Every second of it. It was like a dramatic yet supportive moment. And I'm here for this duo. You know, they're my favorite duo on Potomac right now. I think uh, it's just great to see that. Um, also, they say that Wendy feels like she's arguing like she's on CNN. And then right when they said that, too, did you notice Wendy took out her phone and she's like, oh, I forgot if I confirmed that media appearance. And I like that. <laughs> but they said they feel like they're going up against her on CNN. And it's like, I feel like they're just picking apart things about Wendy at this point. That's how I feel. You know, I, I'm team Wendy, but it just feels like, let's just pick things to get mad at her about or something. I don't know. It's weird. Candace, though, is really the voice of reason. And when Ashley inserted herself, Candace said, like, look, why are you doing that, Ashley? I know part of that, um, in terms of Candace sticking up for the situation, was because she hates Ashley Darby so much. However, I do feel like Candace is having, like, sort of a really mature season. I'm, like, really loving Candace this season. I don't know what it is. Just feel like... I don't know, because she's got so much going on in her regular life or whatever that she's just feels so grown and mature. I'm I'm just really proud of Candace. Good for her. Good for her. Then uh, Mia decides to get in the mix, and she brings up Wendy's Zara outfit from the trip to Williamsburg. Remember that? She says something like, there was a thong out. And like all of this feels very slut-shaming to me. And again, I hope I'm using that term correctly. My apologies if I'm not. Uh, but... It's like, it was a Zara outfit. Like, I didn't think it was some, like, big, uh, I don't know, hooker outfit or something, which, no offense to hookers, God bless. Everybody's got to earn a living. Uh, however, I just felt like, what are we commenting on her Zara outfit as if it's the worst thing ever? And Wendy tries to say, like, look, I don't judge you for your stripper past. And then Mia's like, I was not a stripper. And then they showed footage of her saying that she was a stripper. <laughs> They were like, you were a stripper. Now, here's the thing. I don't really understand this whole Mia's previous uh, life in this one restaurant that we keep finding out more little details about it. Now, I don't quite have a handle on it. She says it was a really upscale place. They wore gowns. But then she also said then she would take up for clothes and you got to earn. It's like very confusing to me. I feel like there's some secrets there. I feel like my baby Mia's got some secrets. I don't know what they are. And maybe they're purposely trickling out information about this profession that she had before she joined the Real Houses of Potomac. But I'm very curious. I need to know what was going on there, because it seems like every week I'm getting conflicting information. Was she a stripper there or was she not? Were they ball gowns? I know there are these upscale gentlemen's clubs. Now, forgive me, I haven't been to many gentlemen's clubs in my lifetime. Only a handful when I was 18, 19 years old, and then I realized, hey, I like Dick. But I do uh, not quite understand this one. I feel like the ones that I'm familiar with, they weren't wearing gowns. They were serving chicken wings, and someone was trying to raise their family, was showing you their titties for a couple minutes, and then they went backstage. I mean, that was about it. So I don't quite understand these people coming out in gowns. And by the way, I have seen uh, the movie Hustlers upwards of three times. And that was like an upscale strip club, I believe, sort of-ish. And I don't recall there being, like, gowns. That was a good movie, wasn't it? Hustlers, did you guys see that with Jennifer Lopez? I'm going to have to watch it again. I should have watched that again instead of Reminiscence. That's not even a word! The fuck, Reminiscence. I don't even understand what that is. You know, I'll be honest with you guys, this might not be popular. I've never really gotten the appeal of Hugh Jackman. I, I don't know. I mean, he seems like a very nice man. I mean, I hate to talk 
trash about Hugh Jackman here on this podcast. And I support all of you that like him. I just feel like there's so many other wonderful leading men. To me, it's just never, I don't know, never got it. Uh, what else are we talking about here? Oh, so yeah, so Mia's judging Wendy for the Zara outfit. Candace even said Mia was a lady of the night. And Candace says, with her big old feet. And then they showed us footage of her foot. They showed us just a close-up of Mia's foot. I thought, what are we doing there? And is this something they all knew? I feel like we're just hearing it for the first time, and suddenly Bravo had footage to zoom in on. Like, that leads me to believe that the Bravo people, the editors, the camera people, they've been talking about Mia's big feet, her big ass feet for a while now because they had footage right there ready to zoom in on. I mean, did you catch that? The only reason they would have that footage is if they were all sitting there talking about it and planning it. You know, like the preseason planning. I feel like they all got together, producers, and they were like, hey, we got to um, make sure we do a close up on Mia's feet because they're big. Like, <laughs> just don't you just imagine like producer James sitting there uh, telling one of the camera people, hey, you got to make sure you get a close up of Mia's feet. Her big-ass feet. Make sure you get a close-up, because we're going to use it. (laughs) They used it. Then then they do a close-up, and everyone's watching. It's like, where did they get that footage? That's how I felt after I saw Mia's foot. And I like Mia a lot. I'm really liking her. But she does feel like a little bit of a flip-flopper to me, but I'm loving her. Don't get me wrong. Don't get it twisted. I'm loving Mia. But it does seem like she's she's still trying to figure out the game of Housewives. And so it feels like every scene, I'm like, I don't know who Mia's going to be. Uh, backing in this scene, or what she's going to be saying. She's always kind of giving us conflicting information. Uh, and maybe that's what's fun about Mia. You know, that's kind of the part of the appeal with her, maybe. So, you know, I'm not saying I hate it. She's new. I'm still trying to find my footing with her. Forgive the pun. <laughs> still trying to find my big-ass footing with her. Her and those Fred Flintstone feet can stay on frame, because I'm liking her so far. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. And God bless if she got a big foot. You know, who doesn't? Who among us? Can't judge everyone's feet. The only time I do judge someone's feet is on an airplane. And I just have to take a moment to say, if you're getting on an airplane, you need to put on some socks and some shoes. No one wants to see your hooves. Okay, I feel very strongly about this, especially the men. Particularly the men. Because men rarely have good-looking feet. All right? I've seen your feet, men. And I'm not interested. Put on some socks. When you're in an airplane, no one wants to sit next to you and your hooves all out. I mean, it's honestly disgusts me sometimes. And I've been on planes too where I've seen men picking at their toenails and stuff next to me. It's like, get out of town. You know, you fly jet blue one time and you see someone picking their toenails and you're like, get me out of this airplane. It's another reason why you don't fly jet blue or southwest. Southwest, you see people with bare feet uh, everywhere. Anyway, I think you do if you're flying and you're about to get on plane. I know it's summertime. A lot of you want to keep your feet out, or a lot of you might think you have good feet. And let me tell you something, you don't. I'm sorry, I have to say it. But a lot of you think you have good feet and you don't. And at the very bare minimum, you need to get a pedicure before you get on an airplane. Give yourself a pedicure. Go get a pedicure if you're going to keep your hooves out on an airplane. Because it's quite frankly unacceptable. No one wants to sit next to your bare feet. I'm sorry. Is that controversial? I, you know, I support everyone wearing what they want to wear, you know, show off what you want to show off, unless it's the feet and we're on an airplane. No one wants to see your bare hooves. No one wants to see it. Uh, speaking of Wendy's outfit, Giselle's wearing a full tie dye outfit. Now I know tie dye was in, but I don't necessarily 
think I even notice Giselle's fashions anymore. Like, they're so shocking every week that I don't even pay much attention. Candace does say in her confessional, she said, if we're going to judge anyone's fashions, it's Giselle. She'd be sentenced to life in prison under the jail. I'm loving Candace. I'm loving her. This is my McDonald's remix. <laughs> oh, I'm so stupid. Okay, so Giselle uh, and Ashley decide that Ashley should confront Wendy separately because Demon Darby has cheated on her so much. Uh, so she think they think that that's going to be the best route to take is for Ashley to pull Wendy aside later. So the, all the women go back to the house and they're doing this like whiskey thing with someone named Mister Copperpots. I think that's just what they called him. I don't think that was his actual name. Unclear. I don't know if I caught it, but we'll be referring to him as Mister Copperpots for the rest of this, uh, for the rest of this thing. So Mister Copperpots is this man comes in. He's giving everyone whiskey. Now Robin. Uh, she just starts downing the liquor, and I thought, good for her. She deserves it. Let her have that whiskey. And I like to see Robin let loose a little bit. And also, Mr. Copperpots, he just was like dancing at one minute. He's like, Robin, 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 Robin. And I was like, what is this man? He was like, <laughs> did you guys catch that, Mr. Copperpots? He was like singing and like egging her on. I was like, sir, you're the whiskey person. Like, we're n- we don't need you doing a song and dance. I mean, he was like, Robin, Robin. He was like leading the chant, like, Robin, Robin. Mr. Copperpots, he was trying to get that spinoff. You know he was trying to get that Bravo spinoff. He thought, I got to make an impression. And so they put him in front of that camera, and he just goes, Robin, Robin, Robin. I laughed out. <laughs> Ashley then pulls Wendy aside. Ashley thinks it's going to bring her and Wendy together because it's a commonality. And also... I, I do believe that Ashley just wants to not be the only one dating a demon or married to a demon. So I feel like that's why she's really going hard with this. And earlier in the season, I thought it was going to be Giselle that's doing all this. But come to find out this episode, I really feel like it's Ashley sort of orchestrating it, uh, like a sniper from the side in the words of Bamboozled Jane. I think she's really the one kind of organizing it. And she confronts Wendy. Wendy's pissed. But Wendy's really pissed at Giselle. And Wendy says, in Giselle's heart, it's completely evil. She says, she's definitely a spawn of the devil. That's what Wendy says about Giselle to Ashley. She's definitely a spawn of the devil. And Ashley just responds with, oh boy. <laughs> Ashley, oh boy. Ashley, I like, can't believe that Wendy's so mad. It's like, well, what do you think Wendy was going to do? Meanwhile, Mr. Copperpot's inside uh, doing a friendship toast. He's saying something like, there are ships, and then there are this ships. You know that stupid, I can't even remember what it is. You know that stupid, that stupid toast people do. There's friendships and other ships. I don't know what that is. I know I can't even think of what it is. My mind is drawing a blank. Anyway, I read uh, so much bad stuff about you, Giselle, and Robin, Wendy says. She says, I read so much bad stuff about you, Giselle, and Robin. And she says, if that's what we're doing, let's have at it. So now Wendy's ready to like let all the secrets out. She goes inside, she's pissed, and Robin's twerking. And that's when Wendy says, hey guys, since we're all twerking, I want to have a conversation, which is so so funny. Then um, she says, don't attack my husband, let's be clear. I'm putting your ass on notice because what you're not going to do is play with my husband's name. And Karen is smiling like it's her birthday. I mean, Karen has never looked happier on screen. <laughs> because, you know, Karen just hates Giselle so much, she's ready for anyone. Because Karen's probably thinking, why am I always the one going after Giselle? 
And so finally, Wendy's stepping up and she's like, you know what, Giselle, I'm going to fuck you up. And Karen's ba-da-ba-ba-ba-loving it. She is smiling. And Wendy says, fuck these motherfucking cameras. When you talk about my husband, uh, you talk about me. You don't have any dignity. And I love that she addressed the cameras. I was getting giddy at that point. I felt like Karen Uger in the scene. Because I was. I love when they break that fourth wall. And she said, fuck these motherfucking cameras. And then Robin sort of steps up and Wendy says, you want a moment. And Robin then gets engaged. Robin gets real engaged. She says, I don't need a fucking moment. Shut the fuck up. And they're all yelling, fuck you, fuck yourself, you know, and it's really good. And then Wendy says, fuck yourself. And then Robin like mimed fucking herself. Excuse my language. I keep saying the F word. I'm sorry. That's just what happened on the show. I don't know what to say. What else to say? And then Wendy says, yeah, with your whiskey breath. She keeps saying, go eat a cracker because you're drunk. You don't even have a relationship to talk about, she says to Robin. Ashley says, look, I don't take these things seriously at all in terms of like she meant the rumors. And it's like, Ashley, you should, because that man you're with is a demon. Like, Ashley, even in that moment, I was like screaming at the TV, Ashley, you need to figure it out. Like, I feel like Ashley's, remember that Nickelodeon show, Figure It Out? I feel like I want to put Ashley on there. And, you know, they had that big board where it was like a, a face and the young kid had to figure it out. They had to ask Lori Beth Denberg questions about it and then figure it out. I feel like I need Ashley to go on that show and figure it the fuck out because her demon Darby husband is monster. And Ashley doesn't seem to get it. He cheats every five seconds and he's been so awful to her. And she's just saying, like, I understand how it feels because these are rumors. You can't put any weight behind them. And it's like, Ashley, you should put weight behind them because they're all true and they're not rumors in your case. I'm sorry to have to say that. I only say that because I love Ashley. I do love her. I love her. And I want her to be away from that man because he's really awful. That that man. <laughs> Mia then sticks up for Wendy. See what I mean? You never can figure Mia out. Speaking of figuring it out, let's put Mia on there because I can't figure her out either. Put her next to Summer Sanders because I don't know what's Mia's deal. I don't get it. But she's sticking up for Wendy in a moment. And then uh, Wendy says to Giselle, I see you for everything everyone ever said you are. The life you're living now is God paying you back for all the bullshit you've done. So live in your mother effing truth because God is paying your ass back. That's real shit. And I got chills. You guys, I got chills when she said that. I mean, to me, that was a burn. If I've ever seen one, she said, God's paying you back. Nothing could be. uh, I mean, that was a good one. That was a good one. And then uh, Wendy says, you want to fire shots? I have the motherfucking bazooka. Don't play with me. Ah, you guys, Wendy was like giving it. Wendy was giving it. I mean, honestly. And then she said something about Jamal. She said, before she got on this mother effing show, and I couldn't hear, I tried to rewind it a bunch of times, Wendy was saying something about, before she got on the show, something about Jamal. I don't know what it was. I was so enthralled, though. I was so enthralled. And uh, Wendy says, look, tread lightly. I'm going to light your ass up. She says, I'm going to light your ass up. Then Ashley's like, I better go. (laughs) After Ashley calls it all this, she's like, okay, I can leave now. I got enough camera time. So she decides to leave. And right before she does, though, Candace confronts her. And she says, take your milk and get the fuck out. So you know Candace was just waiting to get uh, in a fight with Ashley. And now's her opportunity. But I love that it happened in this moment of all moments. Because this is what is why Potomac is giving us layers, because we have this little fight going on that would would be the center of another episode with Candace and Ashley. 
But it's like an afterthought in this week's episode because of the Wendy and Giselle of it all and the Karen and Giselle. But I mean, there's so many things going on. So many layers to Potomac. Honestly, I'm so grateful for them. Ashley does leave though. And then Mr. Copperpot leaves too. He's like, okay, see you later. (laughs) This poor Mr. Copperpot. He realized in that moment he wasn't getting the spinoff. He said, no one's going to be paying attention to me because all this stuff is going on. But he does get out of there. Uh, He's like, okay, bye. And then... Wendy says that Eddie looks like Idris Elba and Giselle wants to fuck Idris Elba and they showed a flashback of it. And I don't know what to make of that. I mean, there's just a lot. I don't know what to make of any of this really. And Karen said in her confessional, she said everyone knew about the blog, but only Giselle brought it up. And look, Giselle is so messy and we love her for it on one hand. But on the other hand, if I was any of these other cast members on this show, I would hate it. I would hate it because she just is so mean and messy and I don't really understand. I mean, I hate to go back to the Robin of it all, but I don't quite understand why Robin doesn't seem to ever get mad at Giselle. Like, especially when she was being rude about the other stuff earlier in the episode. I love decorating the house and getting furniture, but sometimes it could be overwhelming to design a space. And so luckily I'm here to tell you about a company called Cozy. Now, Cozy is fantastic, a North American company that thoughtfully designs furniture made for modern living. Now, Cozy strives to provide the best furniture shopping experience with elegant, super high quality products, plus fast delivery and easy assembly, which is really important to me because I do not like putting together furniture. So the easier, the better for me. Now, Cozy offers a beautiful, customizable sofas and sectionals that are made to adapt in time. This means customers can add seats to the sofas over time. Maybe if you're extending your family, you might want more space on the couch. Cozy also offers a great range of coffee tables, washable rugs, wall shelving, credenzas, TV stands, and accessories. So much. It's thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living. There's an outdoor sofa and tables collection that is fantastic. It's called the Mistral. So you can choose the perfect sofa configuration for your outdoor setup. Uh, Cozy also opened its first retail space on Queen Street in Toronto to push the experience to the next level and allow customers to engage physically with the products. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com, spelled C-O-Z-E-Y, to start customizing your furniture today. Again, that's Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. That's the end of the episode. Next week, we get Karen and Suri. I love her. Robin says she's not inviting Wendy to the wedding. Mia stirring the pot. You guys, I'm excited. I love this show. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm loving this show. That's the episode, you guys. Uh, find me on social media. Go to the Patreon page and everything iconic.store if you want any of the merch. We have wine glasses, all sorts of good stuff. With all of that said, let's do our little cheesy little cool down. Let's take a deep breath in and hold it. Breathe out. Let's take another deep breath in. Hold it. Breathe out. I hope you all have a wonderful week. Uh, stay safe, and uh, I love you all so much for listening. Yeah, that's all. Bye-bye.